But believe it or not, my mother dear decided she'd come back as a car. If you're saying I play favorites, you're wrong. I love all my children equally. I don't care for Joe. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. They never stay home and they're always alone. Even with someone they love. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. What'd you do this week, Jason? It's the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Fever, and I went to see it in the movie theater, and it was great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did you do anything else this week? Uh, I sang loudly in the movie theater. And what else this week? That's really the only important... Oh, wait a second. I did something 20 billion times more awesome than that. I was thinking, because there, there's somebody else like sitting in studio today. We have, a, <laughs> we have a special guest in the studio. Our friend Jan is here. My name is Jan. <laughs> Jan invited me to go with her to see Brian Wilson. And it was pretty magical. It's in my top five concerts of all time. Brian Wilson was performing the 50th anniversary of Pet Sounds, uh, which, if you don't know, is one of the most important rock and roll albums of all time. He had a special guest, Al Jardine, with him, which, if you know, is one of the founding members of the Beach Boys. (laughs) I have lots more to say about this. (laughs) What else do you have to say? Um, I wanted to talk about, just for a second, about how amazing this show was and the fact that they're even still performing after 50 years. But I thought about it this afternoon and what I decided I really wanted to say was to, to point out something that you wouldn't pick up on if you just heard the music from the concert. And what I wanted to say is about human frailty and the fact that Brian Wilson isn't really that old. He's probably my parents age. He's still performing even 50 years after the the best album he ever did, but he's clearly very frail and was struggling to make it through the performance. And it really touched me on a very human level, the impact that poor mental care and poor physical care even can have on us. Um, He had two people walking him out onto the stage, one on each side, kind of holding his arms to help him sit down. And a couple of times during the show, he had to get up from the piano and walk out into the dark and sit in in the, the space, the dark space to either side of the stage where there was no light, I think because it was just overwhelming for him and he was tired. And so that struck a real chord with me, even though I was so excited to see this show and I was so excited to be in a room full of people that were my parents' age or older and we were all dancing and having a great time. (laughs) He clearly has a level of frailty that is not shared by even his peer, Al Jardine, who was happy and smiling and dancing around for most of the show. And I think in large part that has something to do with the poor mental care that he received over the years and the even uh, bordering or crossing the line of abuse by some of his closest friends and relatives. And, and that's part of the show that you wouldn't pick up on listening to it. That's what I have to say. You you didn't tell me anything about the show. Are you familiar with the Beach Boys music? (laughs) I am. 
they they played a few hits or you know favorites before it, to open up, kind of warm up, and then they said, "Now we're going to we're going to take an intermission. We're going to come back and we're going to play Pet Sounds in its entirety." And when they played five or however many songs, Al Jardine said, "All right, this is where you'd flip the record." <laughs> Oh, wow. So they finished up the Pet Sounds album, uh, stepped off stage for a second, and they came back out and played like four or five other hits, like songs that... Good vibrations. Would, <laughs> the stuff that you would go to hear Brian Wilson and friends play. Oh. And you said God Only Knows really affected you, oh, too. Oh, I cried. There were <laughs> tears streaming down my face. But that's part. That was that was part of the Pet Sounds album, so I knew it was coming, and... It hit me a little harder than I expected, but it was fantastic. Al Jardine's son, Matt, uh, Matthew Jardine, was actually one of the vocalists, and we were, I think, a little caught off guard because at first we didn't, we couldn't see him from where we were sitting, even though it was really close. We had a little bit of an obstructed view, and so we were very impressed with what we thought was Al Jardine's voice being so well preserved. But his son was actually singing along with him and and was hitting some of the harder more out of range things to hit. And, and that really brought a, a level of authenticity to it that um, I don't think they would have been able to do themselves at their age. Oh, that's really awesome. Now I'm kind of jealous. I wish I'd gotten the, to go. <laughs> the stage setup was nuts too. There was an older couple actually sitting next to us in the audience and they remarked about how they didn't realize how the band would be so big. <laughs> and, and they were amazed at how many people were up on stage playing, but it would have been impossible to, to, replicate that uh live or otherwise without such a large you know large number of musicians huge band on stage because there's so many different types of instruments that were required to make that album and that's one of the the points that that makes it such a pivotal uh moment in american musical history is that he incorporated so many different sounds and instruments that were unusual including why it's called pet sounds because there's a dog barking on it (laughs) Did they bring a dog? <laughs> there was not an actual dog, but they did have the dog sounds. Okay. So, Jen, do you want to hang out for the rest of the recording? I can do it. Yeah. All right, Jason, what's the theme? The theme this week is moms and or maternal figures. Because it's Mother's Day. Because it's Mother's Day. Yep, that's what we're doing. And so I think we put it up for a poll, and dinosaurs amazingly did not get vote out like, they didn't end up on top of that poll. It was close in the beginning, but it looks like moms beat out dinosaurs. I couldn't find any dinosaur mom songs. Does that mean that next week uh, is dinosaurs? We'll figure that one out. Probably. All right. I like dinosaurs. Me too. Moms. So why why is that important? Why are moms important? Well, I, I'm pretty sure all of us came out of somebody. Yeah, I do I do believe I did. Jan, did you come out of a person? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> After Giraffe Watch happened. Bloop. Yeah, we all pretty much have moms. Some people have more complicated feelings with their moms. And I think every mom comes in like a different... Like, there's so many different types of moms. There's working moms and stay-at-home moms and all sorts of different like roles mothers play, but I think everybody ends up with a maternal figure as well who probably helps lead them through on that in that role. Schrodinger's mom. Schrodinger's mom. <laughs> Schrodinger's mom? Oh my God. Is your mom in a box right now, Jay? How did this podcast get so deep so quick? 
Anyway, I'm thankful to know my mother. She raised me from a day old. Um, I'm thankful that I'll get to see her and my grandmother, her mother, on Mother's Day. I'm sure we'll be at a giant Chinese buffet. Well, and also your mom got to choose you. She did. She did. (laughs) Special. Special. You like your mom? I like mom a lot. You're very different. (laughs) But she also chose me, though not in the same way Jason's mom chose him. I was she was forty years old when I was born. She definitely chose me. <laughs> right. And I am uh I have a stepmom and a biological mom and I've got like I've had I guess two maternal figures. Me too, actually. My mom has a, an identical twin and I've always referred to her as my other mom and my cousins <laughs> that are her children as my Others. uh half biological half siblings. Which is true. Which is true. Yep. <laughs> Jason, what song did you bring this week? I just want to let y'all know, this is a real funky jam, and I hope you're ready for Treat Your Mother Right by Mr. T. Mother, there is no other like mother, so treat her right. Mother, I always love her. My mother, so treat her right, treat her right. Emmys from the moon and a miserable groan from the pain that she Always for the oven with the burning heat Where she stood making sure I had something to eat Tea is for the time that she stayed up at night And took my temperature when I wasn't feeling right Eggs is for the hard-earned money she spent To keep clothes on my back and try to pay the rent E is every wrinkle I put on her face And every worry that I caused when I stayed out late the last letter R's that she taught me respect And for the room up in heaven that I know she'll get Mother, there is no other Like mother, so treat her right Mother, I always love her My mother, so treat her right, treat her right Wow. So <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that I've heard this before and I was doing some research and I saw all of the great suggestions that were coming in by the ear buddies. And there are a few that I just didn't go for. And this one stood out to me. You better treat your mother right. It is stand out in its own special way. Well, I mean, you know, the yes. 80s were weird. Right. <laughs> but Especially I, while he has his mohawk and gold chains and shorts and backup singers. The music video is hilarious. Well, the music, um, the, the background singers are pretty talented. Mr. T has his own style. And <laughs> I'm proud of him for attempting a record. And... <laughs> You know, you never know if you're going to be great at something or not until you try it. So, yay, Mr. T. And, um, yes, treat your mother right. <laughs> uh, and he's just, he, I'm sure he did a lot of other little PSAs like this. He's just trying to teach kids respect for their elders. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> I pity the fool that doesn't, I pity the fool that doesn't treat your mother right. <laughs> Don't make mom jokes. That's why I took away from the video. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Don't mm-hmm. don't make mom jokes. So, Amy, tell us about your song. Well, I um took me a little bit to pick my song, and I'm gonna go with Lucero's Mom. Mama, you boys might make some mistakes. Memphis AF, just saying, because Lucero's from here, and local boys. Yeah, and I, I kind of wanted to really find a lesser known song, and this is the first song I've listened to by Lucero, and I guess it's mostly about like you know, I guess kind of communicating as an older child with your parent is what this is mostly about, and it's kind of dirty country, grit and grindy. That's what I got. Dirty country, good and grindy. Yeah, you you nailed it. Yeah. Um Extra mem points for Amy. Yay! We're starting mem points. That's a Memphis thing. Do I need to like get a scoreboard? Uh, you can if you want to get a scoreboard. I'll find a scoreboard. Make it happen. Get some chalk out here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I kind of feel like the song is how, um, like you said about being an adult child and communicating with your parent. You know that your mom has told you to call her, and you haven't done it as many times as you said you would, because I know I haven't. And then it's also, if you don't call, um, I'm fine, Mom. Exactly. Um, But I guess what the singer's saying in the song is that, um, to our parents, we will always be their children. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know what, Jason? There are other people with definite feelings about moms. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who are they? There are ear buddies. <laughs> so, um, who's our first ear buddy, Jason? We have tons of ear buddies this week, y'all. Y'all, so many ear buddies, knocking it out of the park. Uh, first up to the plate is Craig, and he brought us "Mother" by Danzig. Show you what it's like. Got a pretty, not a bad to 
So I guess we transitioned from Lucero, which is a little gruff, to dancing. Which is a lot gruffer. Yeah. Or... Punky. Punky, yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of misfits vein, obviously. <laughs> Because Danzig was in the Misfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I was making sure I got that right. But yeah, Mother. I'd never heard it either. <laughs> You've never heard Mother? Sorry. No. Uh, I'm sorry. What'd sometimes I forget that you didn't listen to the radio as much as I did. Or maybe, I don't know. Um, Or I was listening to a different station. Yeah, that's true. I was listening to a lot in sync back then. <laughs> 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 Do you know who else popped up? Oh, well, yes, we have a special ear buddy. Tell me about this. After making him go onto the Facebook page, Dakota, he gave us a contribution. What? Yes, it's Tupac's Dear Mama. Because I had a son. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor and other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. In elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was the black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate Baby, don't you know we love you sweet Dear mama Ain't no one above you sweet You all appreciate Baby, don't you know we love you Now ain't nobody tell us it was fair Oh, it's Dakota I'm, I'm so happy to see you back in the podcast realm, Dakota <laughs> Uh, I don't think you've contributed since your uh, your Halloween. awesome Halloween <laughs> interview uh, where we talked about candy. But I, I actually wish that more of today's music was this deep. Well, I mean, there is so much music made that I'm pretty sure there's plenty of it that's deep. We just haven't heard it. Well, that's true. And it doesn't have to be mainstream or known to be deep. But, right. you know, this was definitely... Yeah. It's, it's a more well-known song, but it's got a great message to it. It's basically, I love you no matter what. And also the struggles that you went through raising us. Recognizing sometimes that as a child you were a contributing factor to some of that struggle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So who's up next? Up next we have Evan. And he brought us Towns Van Zant's Our Mother the Mountain. She tells me she comes from my mother the mountain. And her skin fits her tightly and her lips do not lie. Silently slips from her throat a medallion Slowly she twirls it in front of my eye Sing it to Lurelio I watch her, I love her, and I long for to touch her 
satin she's wearing is shimmering blue And outside my window her ladies are sleeping My dogs are gone hunting the hell in his through There's flute Is <laughs> There's more than just the flute, though. I know, but I just wanted to say there's flute. So what? what is the song about? I'm kind of confused. I'm just going with it's all Mother Earth, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to look too deeply into the meaning of things, and I'm just going to be like, you know, our mother, the mountain. Yeah. Mother Earth. Gaia. Be kind to her, and she will be kind to you. What do you think, Jan? <laughs> You're staring out the window. I like, I like Mother Earth and Father Time. That's from Charlotte's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jan. <laughs> Christy brought us Queen Latifah's When You Are Good to Mama. Ask any of the chickies in my pen. They'll tell you I'm the biggest mother hen. I love them all and all of them love me. Because the system works, the system called reciprocity. On your feet. Welcome, ladies. Got a little motto. Always sees me through. When you're good to mama, mama's good to you. You might think I'm here to make your life a living hell. It's just not true. There's a lot of favors I'm prepared to do. You do one for mama, she'll do one for you. Well, I can be your friend if you let me. So if there's something that upsets you or makes you unhappy in any way, don't shoot your fat ass mouth off of me because I don't give a shit. Now move it out. They say that life is tit for tat and that's the way I live. So I deserve a lot of tat for what I've got to Okay, so if you have not seen the film version of Chicago that came out last decade, you really need to watch it. Um, There's a lot of awesome, and Queen Latifah knocks it out of the park. Because that's what Queen Latifah does. She's a queen. Yeah, and it's mostly about, you know, do well to your mama, and she will make everything better, and I believe it's in prison. I believe it's yes. the stage. Yes. Your she's... mama will make everything better in prison, even if she's a figurative mama. Right. She'll she'll take care of you, but you better listen to what she says now. It also was not our only Broadway musical suggestion about mamas. Emily brought us a song from Spring Awakening, Mama Who Bore Me. Mama Who Bore Me. Yeah. 
he's got like this really religious vibe that I really like. I've I've never heard of Spring Awakening or from <laughs> yeah, that's I've never heard of that one either. I've heard of um The Rites of Spring. Yeah, I know what that is. Um I saw that Leah Michelle from Glee was in this. And you have a lady crush on her? She's very talented and beautiful in every way. You're turning red, Jason. No, it's just really hot in here. Uh-huh, sure. My voice isn't changing. <laughs> um, so who's next? Um, you know, uh, this was one I'd never heard before, and it's really exciting. It's from Hector. It's by Vicente Fernandez, and it's Madrasita Carida. Madrasita Carida Mil perdones te pido Si por una traidora Te dejé el olvido Y ya ves, madrecita Con lo mal que ha pagado the the um, translation of the lyrics it's a really sweet song Jane what does it mean it's like a dear little mama is basically what the title is I haven't read all the lyrics <laughs> um I, I think in in the translation it just it's kind of like mother dearest it seems like in the song maybe he chose to marry a woman or be with a woman that his mother didn't approve of and he's coming back to his mother just reiterating how much he really loves her. Hector, you're going to have to email us. Let us know if we got this one right. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and thank you. Thank you for posting the lyrics because my Spanish is... I speak German. Muy malo. <laughs> muy. Muy. The, yo hablo alemán. <laughs> At least you know how to say the, the Spanish word for German. Yeah. That's impressive. That's because it's also a German word for all people. Oh, my. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so um, we did get some feedback. Bet sent us an email. And a voicemail. Wow, that's a lot of mail. Right, but one was just the lyrics. But let's go ahead and play her voicemail. Baby outlet, purple outlet. Singing a song shines above. Baby Alice, purple Alice. Singing song shines above. Sherababa, Sherababa, Baby Alice, poor little Alice. I love you so. Jason, you asked me to sing the song that my mom used to sing to me when I was a baby. 
and I actually had her write down the lyrics for me, and that was about as much as I could get through without crying, um, because she sang it to me as a baby. Every time I would have a bad dream or I was sick or anything else, and I still remember her voice, and I'm really happy that she agreed to write the lyrics down for me. Um, so, and she's actually saying it to my daughter also when she's had sleepovers and she's had a bad dream or anything else. So, that's, uh, that's my Mother's Day song. So, oh, thanks to all the moms out there and, um, power out that in Buffalo. So, what this is, is she, uh, this is a song she couldn't find online that her mother used to sing her to sleep with which I think is really sweet and nice. And I have been trying to hunt down like a version of it as well. And it's just like a really, I think when you do a show about moms, this is gets right down into that kind of mom figure in a person's life is the person who sings you to sleep. You know, maybe that's just my feelings. I'm, I'm not sure if I was sung to sleep at an age that I would remember it. Oh, well, I mean, I've, I was tucked into bed. I mean, all the songs I sing, I mean, Ella's probably going to remember because they've just been bored into her brain over the past five years. But they were sung to me at a time I could remember. So, sorry, kid. My mom didn't sing to us. She just patted our backs until we <laughs> go to sleep, Jan. went to sleep. Go to sleep, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Jason, did we ever figure out what we love this week? What about spaghetti? Golgi apparatus. Golgi apparatus. Spaghetti. You know what helps process the spaghetti in our systems? The Golgi apparatus. The Golgi apparatus. What the heck is a Golgi apparatus? (laughs) It is part of the cell, especially prominent in liver cells that help package up things in the cell and send them off to be out of the cell. It's also the new beer, Wiseacre. Yes, it's a new Wiseacre beer, which is fantastic. It's a local brewery, and Jan has had some this evening. This evening, very high gravity. Very high. (laughs) Emphasis on the high. Gravity. (laughs) And it's really good. Jason, we're going to have to get you some. Well, then I'll love Golgi Apparatus. Yes. I just like it. I don't like like it. Aw, you don't love it? It's because you haven't had it yet. But you love your liver, right? And you love spaghetti. And you love spaghetti. Yeah, I love my mom's spaghetti. I made spaghetti. Is it an M&M riff? No. (laughs) I don't like M&M. Spaghetti. Is mom's spaghetti an M&M's lyric? (laughs) Jason doesn't know. (laughs) Re-listen. So if you want to tweet at us, I don't know. What should we tweet about this week? Spaghetti recipes or new beers? Beer with spaghetti. Mmm. Ooh. Good drink. Good choice there, Jason. But if you would like to tweet us uh, about spaghetti, you can find us on Twitter at E&EPod. And if you'd like to talk about recipes with Amy, you can find her at... Madam Woolite. And if you want to get Jason to drink some beer, then you're going to need to go ahead and send him some links and also possibly some gifs of beer at the jv guarantee bring on your gifs of beer and if you have any left over you can send it over to jan at are you on twitter <laughs> little janners <laughs> all right and you can always join 
the great fun in the podcast group. It's uh, on Facebook, uh, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. And we pretty much approve everybody, spammer or not spammer. Right. If you're a spammer, I don't care. I'll approve you. I want to bump those numbers up. I think we're up to 76 members. <laughs> and only one person has tried to give us breast pumps. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think they were for sale, but... You know, they were giving us sales on breast pumps. But uh, JoJo also posts uh, his playlist of our show there, our unpaid intern. Yes. And he al- we also get the translations uh, for songs that we don't know the words to. And all sorts of fun stuff. I believe Colian has also posted some really cool songs just for fun. So... Yeah, you never know what you're going to find there. I mean, there's stuff that is related and unrelated to the show. Musical memes. It's all about music. It's all about friendship. Friendship is magic. So, if you'd like to email us, how does that go down? You're going to want to go ahead and send an email to endpod at gmail.com. And you can find us every week at endpod.com. A part of the 10710 Network. Go and listen to the latest Nerd Out Loud, which is still the one with e, uh, Ellie and Dadstronaut, or Jeremy. And then Little Red Bandwagon, it will be out tomorrow, because they're out twice a week. So even if you're listening 20 years from now, they'll probably be out tomorrow. Wow. That's that's a really hard-working group. Yeah. They work twice as hard as we do. <laughs> I think most people work twice as hard as I do. <laughs> if you want to leave us a voicemail like Bet did, uh, you're going to want to call us at 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. Give us a call. Leave a voicemail. You can be a part of our quaint little podcast just like Bet. And if you have anything, you know, that happy belated Mother's Day present, you're going to want to go to endpod.com slash Amazon. It sends us a couple of cents uh, towards, you know, our hosting fees and all that jazz. You know, there's chocolates. Um, get some fake flowers. I don't know if I would go with the real flowers from Amazon. And, you know, books about moms. Or Maybe they can overnight grandmoms. the flowers, but you've waited you're too still, long. Sorry, bud. You're, you're late. Well, as this airs, it's already Mother's Day, so you're in trouble at yeah. this point. If you forgot about it, um, take this as your reminder. And... What is our final song, Jan? Well, I had forgotten this even existed, but I thought it was important. And it's not one of my favorites, but I think it's a good ending song. It's Backstreet Boys, Perfect Fan. It takes a lot to know what is love. It's not the big things, but the little things that can mean enough. A lot of prayers to get me through. There's never a day that passes by I don't think of you You were always there for me Pushing me and guiding me Always to succeed You 
Jan, you're about to see Brian Wilson live. How do you feel? Um, kind of in disbelief. I'm very excited about this. I didn't think it would ever happen in my lifetime. It's about to happen. It's real. It's about to happen. And what, what row are we sitting on? Row D. In the orchestra. In the orchestra. It's so close I can smell the stage. What does it smell like? Stage and excitement. <laughs> 